0: Hello! <laughs> I had to bring it back, guys. I just had to. Welcome! This is Mary Lee, and it's On the Wings of Love podcast, a Bachelor fanatics, that's me, podcast. So, hey! Um, I couldn't wait. I'm sorry, guys. I don't know about you, but I am finally into the season, like, excited. Um, I can't wait for the next episode, you know? Sometimes, don't you wish it was like a movie where you didn't have to wait a whole week to watch the next episode? It was just like, it was a movie, and you could just keep watching. Well, anyway, we can't keep watching. We have to wait another week for Colton's journey to continue. And in the meantime, I wanted to discuss and catch you guys up. I've I've been away for a few weeks, and I'm sorry to my loyal followers, <laughs> Um and for those of you who've never listened, hi and welcome. Um, so I, as a little recap, if you're new here, um, I've been watching The Bachelor since the very beginning, uh, Michael season, season one, like 15, 16 years ago. And this is just a blast, right? Who doesn't think The Bachelor is a blast? I don't know. Find you. I mean, whoever you are. <laughs> Come meet me, cause I won't understand. No, I'm just kidding. Um but uh yeah, so I wanted to recap what's been going on in Bachelor World. Uh this episode. Uh, you know, I wanna take you guys uh down the uh train of what's been going on in this season. Uh so okay, so as I was saying, first of all, sorry for the very long hiatus. Um, Yeah, life's been busy, you know, like, normally the winter is not super busy, but for whatever reason, my winter has been so busy. Um, My fiancé has a big birthday coming up, so we went to Disney um, one weekend, and then my like, almost immediately, my parents came into town for a week, and then... And then what happened? Oh, and then I had maybe three days in between where work was insane. And then I uh, went away again for a wedding. So, <laughs> I, I don't know. It's more than just a wedding. I saw a family. I saw um, a cousin. And I saw one of my oldest friends who now is a mom and has babies that I had not met. So, um, you know, sometimes it's just a good reminder it's okay to, like, hit the reset button and take it slow and, yeah, just do life. So, anyway, I've just been doing my life and um, I really haven't had time for this podcast. But, you know, why not? On top of, like, a 55-hour work week and, uh, you know, a relationship and planning a wedding, why would you not start a podcast, right? Who's with me? Um, yeah. So, this is what I do in my free time. Anyway uh, so there's a few things I want to share of course about this week's episode that I just finished um, but uh, there are a few things that we will get to later on and I want to get you excited for like one um, and I'd love your guesses here so please message me or write on my Instagram or call in if you would love to be a caller so I'm going to share a little bit later on in tonight's episode, um, one, which bachelor, previous bachelor, has a really kinky side and actually minored in sex ed in college. Can you guess? All right, I'll tell you later. Um, I also want to let you guys know which former bachelor contestant got really sick on Valentine's Day and ruined her Valentine's Day with her boyfriend. And finally, I know the burning question lately with Ashley Akinetti and Jared Habon's, uh impending wedding is, well, what about Jade and Tanner? Are they going to attend? Anyway, I'll answer all of those questions and more later on in the podcast, but let's get right to it. So, okay. Colton has finally left Thailand and Singapore, which by the way, I know I didn't podcast and I am kicking myself because literally he got the best countries. Like, please, I'd love to know, would you rather go to Thailand or Singapore? I think I'm going to have to put that on my Instagram, but seriously, Colton, you got like great countries to go to and awesome um, Dates. So you know what I think it was, though? I think the producers knew, like, we have to spice this up because Colton's kind of boring. So, you know, the only way to really make this interesting is, one, to cast interesting girls, which, hate to say it, they didn't really cast that interesting of women. And, two, um, the only other way is to go to cool spots. So then the viewers are like, oh, my God, I want to go there. So anyway, they did it again, and they took us to an awesome spot, or two awesome places, um, Thailand and Singapore. So I thought that was super awesome and fun to see the sights. And, you know, I think Bachelor does a great job of this, and they always take you to really cool places. Um, I remember years ago, Ali Fedotowski went to Lisbon, Portugal, and honestly, I had never heard of Lisbon never heard of Lisbon like I think I knew of um whatever the capital is of Portugal but I never heard of Lisbon and it was gorgeous and she had these dates and these cobblestone streets and there were really colorful buildings and I'm not gonna lie I was like I need to get myself to Portugal and um you know even just like recently on Becca's season she went where did they go not Thailand a place with temples and Buddha. I'm blanking. But wherever they went, they've been there before. And Bachelor Nation does an awesome job of this. So anyway, I would love to know from you where you have been inspired to go that you saw on The Bachelor. Um, yeah, call me, write me, and let me know where it is that you saw on The Bachelor that you were not as curious about you saw it on The Bachelor, and now you can't wait to go. So anyway, I'm with you. Um, my next stop hopefully is Singapore. So Colton, you literally hit the nail on the head. So okay, back to this week's episode. So they have left Singapore, they left Thailand, and now they're in Colton's hometown of Colorado, which is also A great place. So you know not not a hard sell for producers to take people to colorado and show us the rocky mountains i thought that was really fun um but you know it's interesting this episode i honestly wasn't that drawn in because again i don't think all of the women are that interesting and or maybe they just don't have interesting like things to talk about um yeah, I don't know. Like, there's not much there. I feel like I'm kind of like watching people go on dates and telling Colton, I like you. But quite frankly, I'm like, who are these women? What are their personalities? Um, and I think that's a producer thing to some degree. Like, I don't know why, but they're not really letting showing us these women's personalities. Or maybe that's all there is to show. I mean, I don't know. I just feel like in the past seasons, we've had more men and women who were like, Bigger personalities, maybe, is the right word. So there was more angles to show of their care, like, who they are. Then again, there's Lauren Burnham, who literally was, like, talking to a wall. And yet, Ari picked her, and he's married to her, and they're having a baby. So, you know, you can find paradise um, without a big personality, of course. And honestly, Lauren Burnham is adorable, and um no offense to you, Lauren. I think she's adorable and um she just didn't do well on camera. So anyway, maybe that's what's going on with these girls, but it truly is a little boring to watch. Um I really like Heather. I just think she's sweet and pretty normal, really young, but she seems sweet. So Heather from Carlsbad, would love to have you on here. I think you're adorable. Um also, oh my goodness! So where do we begin? I mean, let's start with the first date. So first date of the night is with Tasha, and I don't know. it wasn't that memorable, You know, like they've done this before where I remember Emily Maynard when she was the Bachelorette, she took I think it was Ari to her hometown, and she made like um soccer little baggies because her daughter played soccer at the time and so she's like oh we're just gonna go to a soccer game and go to my home and do normal life and anyway it was cute back then but Colton's life I don't know I don't really get the vibe that it's like super established I mean the guy's 26 and I guess he lives by himself and I guess he cooks a lot because it's probably healthier but um I don't know it was kind of a boring date you know like he just seemed like a normal bro like All right, on Saturdays, I go out for oysters and I walk around the town and I get ice cream, you know, when I want something sweet. Like, I don't know. It was kind of vanilla. You know what I mean? Like, boring. Not that you can't do those things in any other city, but like, I don't know. Even in New York, people aren't like, on a normal Saturday, I just go out and get oysters. Like, no. On a normal Saturday, they might be like, hey, on a normal Saturday I go work out. Or after I go work out, I go to the movies, or I go see a show, or I go for a long bike ride, or I go hang out with friends, and I just didn't really get that from Colton. So anyway, kind of a boring date. Um also reminiscent of Sean Lowe. Something about him to me is like kind of vanilla, kind of boring. Kind of like Sean Lowe. But Sean Lowe has more of a personality. Um, So anyway. Tayshia's date was fine. Um, I think she likes him. Which is cute. And definitely I loved the end. When he gave her a jersey to wear. That was super cute. And it just reminded me of high school. You know. Did anyone else wear a high school like jersey? Um, I had a boyfriend in high school. And I used to always wear his sweatshirt. It was like a little kind of a normal sweatshirt. Um, and I don't know. It's just cute when you're like a girl and you have a boyfriend, like Tasha's dating Colton, and you know, you want to wear their jersey. So I thought that was sweet that she wore his jersey. Um, but moving on, you know, I could see somewhat of a future with them, but I'm not sure forever, forever. We'll see she's probably like top three and then i'll get next that's my that's my thought but we'll see um then we go on to date number two and that is with kaylin uh super ironic so for me as a viewer if he's taking kaylin on a date to me that just shows that he's definitely gonna give her a rose like you don't take your second girl on a one-on-one date and not think i'm definitely giving this girl a rose. So, you know, the whole controversy of, like, Kaylin, is this true? Like, dude, if you were actually going to kick her off and you weren't that sure about her, you would have not taken her on that one-on-one date. So, to me, this just speaks volumes about how much he really likes Kaylin and how much he could see a life with her. So, my guess is that she's going to be a top two. I don't know if she's going to win or not and like win his heart, but I definitely see her as like top two women up there, you know, like he loves making out with her. He loves looking at her. Um, and she's so easy to be around. So Kaylin girl from Virginia, not North Carolina. Um, you know, I do appreciate you. I think that you've had a hard run of it and, um, Oh my Lord, we haven't even talked about her episode on this. Um, wow, I could do an entire episode on women and just abuse and just men using women and taking advantage of women and, um, yeah, that episode really hit home. Uh I have a uh, a close friend who experienced rape and um, more than once and it's disgusting and um it still hurts me now, but it hurt me more when I was younger and I I felt like closer to the situation and it had just happened. And um Women, if you're listening and any man has ever done anything, has um, touched you and you did not want to be touched, um, I just pray for your heart and I, I pray that that never happens again and I also pray that you would speak up because this is not right and it's never been right and, um, I just, I know the Lord asks for justice and unfortunately throughout our world, not all women have the voice that we do in America and in our culture. And so if you're listening to this and you're in another country, um, I would love, really, really love for you to write me and, Tell me, you know, like what would it be like if you spoke up to a man who touched you inappropriately? And that could be like the way he brushes by you when you're at work, and that could be to um he touches you, it's a guy you're dating and he crosses the line too early and you tell him to stop. Um I really would love to hear some from some women because that was uh it was really powerful. Um, it was powerful that Kaelin shared her testimony and her story. And um, it was powerful watching Colton take it all in and just see that he does have some depth to him. So um, anyway, that was a really hard episode. And uh, I think ABC did a fantastic job uh, producing it and making the episode heavy because it should be heavy and um yeah anyway that's a whole other rabbit hole but if you're listening to this and you um grew up and either were ever sexually assaulted or touched um inappropriately um and you feel brave enough to share your story with our listeners Please write me. Um, My Instagram is merrily17. Again, that's M-A-R-I-L-E-E, two E's, and 17. So please write me and uh, let me know your story. So anyway, back to Kaylin's date. Kaylin and Colton went, um, did they go snowboarding? Y'all, that was such a daze. They were either skiing or snowboarding. I don't know. You know what is cute, though? A little blast from the past. Um, does anyone remember Holly, um, Holly Durst and Blake Julian? So if you don't, um, Google their names. They were on Bachelor Pad probably like seven, eight years ago. And um, Holly is adorable. She was just like this bundle of energy. Anyway, the reason why I bring them up is um, their first date ever on Bachelor Pad was going skiing or either skiing or snowboarding. I can't remember. But super similar to this date. It just reminded me of um, Holly and Blake's date. And um, Holly um, is in her 30s like I am and is going through infertility. And um, anyway, if you're listening to this and you are a woman or a man, uh, I just ask that you say a little prayer for Holly and her husband, Blake, um, and that the Lord would grant them a child. And uh, I just want my listeners to know I sometimes am really bold, and I wrote to Holly and um, kind of just said, Honey, I'm so sorry. I think she wrote one day to her listeners that... um. Girls, young women, will write to her and question like, oh my gosh, I had no idea it's such a thing to go through and for infertility, like how is that possible? Um, And just the comments they've said to her are very insensitive and um, you know what, I felt really just plagued by what she was going through and I um I wrote to her and long story short she wrote back and I just thought her response to me was just so honest and real and um I just think she's a great woman and Holly if you're listening you are you are treasured you're loved and I know that you're going to make a great mother one day um And I would love to have you on the podcast to share more a bit about you and your husband who you met on Bachelor. And um, yeah, I would love to know more about you. So um, anyway, y'all, if you want to follow Holly and Blake, her Instagram handle is Holly Julian, J-U-L-I-A-N. So go follow her and catch up on what her life is like in South Carolina. So, anyway, back to um, this second date with Kaylin and Colton. Okay, so they go skiing, snowboarding, same difference. And, um, yeah, you know, I thought it was fine. He asked her questions. She got emotional. I don't even know. You know what? I, I think it's hard watching this to know, like, is she telling the truth? Is she a really good liar? I guess I'm, I want to give her the benefit of the doubt that Kaylin is telling the truth. Um, but in these situations, just it just feels icky. Like, like why would two women, both, who are friends, I get that they're friends, so they're, like, on the other team, but, like, why would two women be kind of casting their votes against these other two women? Like, it's not a one-on-one situation where, like, one woman is clearly bad and the other person is just jealous it's definitely odd so um I would love your sense um so fans if you're listening I would love to hear your feedback on this do you think that um Kirpa and Tasha were right or do you think that Kaylin and um Kaylin and you know what I just blanked on my girl's name Kaylin and blonde girl from California (laughs) do you think that they were right um y'all I'm supposed to be the bachelor expert but you know what here's the reminder sometimes you'll be watching the show and you'll be like all of these girls are so similar (laughs) the years have just fly by so anyway back to the girls um you know, so Kaylin's date is over, and now he has a third date, and it is with sweet little Hannah B. Ugh. So I just have a soft spot for Hannah B. I think she is adorable. Um, I think she is so full of life and honest, and you know what? I just love that there is zero pretense to this girl. Like, I don't think she is trying to be something else. I think she is just her. Like, she, if I were to pick anyone on the show, who, who is probably 100% them? And I think it's Hannah Brown. Um, Hannah, for those of you who forget who the heck I'm talking about, Hannah Brown is the um, girl from Alabama. Roll Tide! And, um, I mean, gosh, just to think, like, their very first date. She had, I think she had the very first date. Her first date, she was so nervous right off the bat. Um, She didn't want to mess up. She didn't want to do anything wrong. And then she was so vulnerable and honest with Colton, telling him how she had wanted to save herself for marriage, how that was so important to her. Um, And then you could just see the guilt in her, her eyes and hearing her voice talk about how she did have sex um, with a boyfriend. So, let's be real. We cannot condemn her. Um, she is just a sweet child of God. And um, she's adorable. And I think she's so authentic. And we've seen her kind of crazy, fun side. You know, she's the one who's eaten bugs at various dates. And she had a slug on her stomach. And she is just adventurous. She is just so cool. And, you know... Well, let's fast forward. She gets eliminated. And I thought it was so interesting. She's in the limo, and she's saying, like, you know, I don't know what I could have done. Uh, He said he wanted someone adventurous. He said he wanted someone loyal and fun. And I'm going to go back and tape what she said because it is so intriguing to me that he did not pick her. And not only did he not pick her, but he didn't even go to her hometown so, I'm kind of wondering if Colton just got overwhelmed here on this date. Like, he brought her home and then he realized, oh my lord, I don't even know what to do with this girl. Like, do I like her? Do I not? Um, and you know I think that sometimes that happens to people. They just, they put pressure on themselves. So, I would love to talk to you all about this for a minute. So, speaking of pressure, you know, I can relate to Colton. Um, It's kind of like online dating. Raise your hand if you've done online dating. Oh, wait. I can't see your hand. So, okay. Um, Message me if you have a funny online dating story. And it's similar to this. But what I think is that, you know, Colton is dating all of these women. And it's kind of comparable to going online and swiping right and swiping left. Well, if you don't put a lot of, like, stock into person A over person B and C, it doesn't really matter. Like, if, oh, I have a good time with them, but the conversation isn't really deep. Well, you don't overthink it because you're thinking, well, I only just met this person online, or it's only the beginning. So you kind of go into it with low expectations. But I think the difference is I think with Hannah B., I really wonder if like the producers like overfed him like Hannah B's really great, Hannah B's really great. Or if he's just like a smart guy and saw the obvious that Hannah B is really great and he just psyched himself out for it of like, oh my God, this girl is so wonderful. She's exactly what I want. She's beautiful. She is fun. She's adventurous. She is, you know every man's dream and I think he is just putting the pressure on himself of like do my feelings do I have strong feelings for her because like I think he could care less if he has strong feelings for like Hannah G for instance so it's interesting like when you have a relationship that's going really care carefree and easy you don't put a lot of stock into it and so it can go on for longer but that does not necessarily mean it's serious. But then if you start dating someone who you know takes life seriously and her dating or his dating seriously, well then you definitely call the shot sooner. So I think what happened with Colton and Hannah is he realized that she was a quality woman and he cannot kind of wait around to figure out if his feelings match so you know what I appreciate in that sense that he let her go he didn't even get her hopes up even further because you know she would have fallen more in love um and he let her go so I felt bad for her but I also deep down was like girl that's right go home go to Alabama and you're gonna find yourself an amazing man who loves Jesus who loves you and who is super interested in you. Because you're amazing. So I just did not see that with Colton. I did, I I really don't see him really interested in these girls. Like at all. I don't know. Is it just me? I'm watching Colton on these dates. And I'm thinking like. Are you going to ask them about them? Or about like. What their life at home looks like. Or what they like to do. Or what would a hometown date with them look like. And. Honestly, previous bachelors, I always see these conversations. They didn't show us anything like that. So maybe they're just not showing us, or maybe he's honestly just not asking. And um, if he's not asking, that's really disappointing. Uh, but then again, I it goes back to what I originally thought, which is Colton's 26. He's really not ready to get married, so it's okay if it's disappointing because... I think the whole season's going to be disappointing, but that 's just me, so anyway, okay, so then to recap episode, we have a rose for tasha um, we have who 's the divorced girl who 's very sweet and lean and very honest. Then we have a rose for Kaylin. who 's the beauty pageant from virginia slash North Carolina, um, who used to have conflict with Hannah B, but now just has conflict on her own so We'll see what happens with her. Um, And if you do the math, there's been a lot of conflict surrounding this girl the entire season. So that's something to watch out for. Um, And then third, he gets on the three-on-one date because, wait, we didn't even talk about Heather. Heather. So sweet little Heather respectfully goes to him and tells him, I don't feel comfortable bringing you home. Which was just, honestly, I can't think of someone else doing that so like eloquently. You know, Like she easily could have played the part of like, oh, I want you to like me, I want you to like me, but either she knew deep down he didn't like her enough, or she just thought, I don't know if I like this guy enough. So Heather, whatever the reason was, I applaud you. You are adorable and you are going to be just fine um, finding guys to date. So anyway, and now you've been kissed. So life is better. Anyway, Heather is gone. She gets on the train. It's very melodramatic. And then we have three girls left. And quite honestly, I think Kerba like probably dug her own grave by, um, talking about Cassie, but that always happens. And, Then it was just, I really think it was just editing because he was like watching it. You could tell he was questioning Cassie and he was like, oh, I still like Kerpa. So there wasn't any part of him where I was like, oh, he doesn't like Kerpa. I think it was like, oh no, I like all three of these girls. Who do I not like? So then he like takes Hannah, Hannah uh, G aside, the cute blogger from Alabama takes her outside, gives her a rose, done. Which I thought was perfect. Um, I mean, obviously he wants to spend more time with her. She's beautiful to look at and he loves looking at her and she's easy to be around. And best case scenario, they get to know each other better and he really, really likes her and she just sticks around because she's easy and like, it. you know, she hasn't done anything where he's like, oh, I don't like this girl. Um, And then worst case scenario is he just develops feelings with other women Faster. So it's really kind of a win win bringing her along to hometowns. It kind of reminds me of like Amanda Stanton for Ben, um, when Ben was the bachelor, Ben Higgins. Uh, ben had like three girls he definitely liked. He had Lauren, um, who he ended up getting engaged to, he had JoJo, who he also fell in love with, and then he had Kayla and you know Kayla's kind of like the Hannah B of this season and then he had his fourth like Amanda Stanton which is just kind of random like you all kind of knew watching like he's probably not going to end up with her but we get the appeal like she's beautiful she's very nice easygoing like we get the appeal and liking her but we know you're not going to end up with her so that's kind of how I feel about Colton and Hannah G I feel like I get it. I get you think she's beautiful and she's easy to be around. But I just, I know you're not going to end up with her. So anyway, that's kind of like, you know, the fourth rose. Um, And then we have one more rose left and it's either for Cassie or Kerpa. And you know what? I just want to say this really bothered me. The time when, like the fact that producers can call the shots and kind of, not only do they narrate the show, like, after the fact, like, after the effect, they edit the show and they get to kind of make the show what it is, but, like, while the show is happening, I totally think they were like, you know what, he might go with Kerpa. and if you notice in the episode, Kerpa goes into her one-on-one with him with, like, some book in her hand. So, what I think happened is I think she probably, like, kept a diary of her time there, Or maybe she was just sharing things about herself. But my guess is that she really took the time to like get to know him and spend time with him and in a very um, like kind of direct manner. And I think he liked that. I think he liked that she really was putting herself out there and she's beautiful. So why would he not like her? And then I think the producers were like, oh my God, he's going to send Cassie home and like. Cassie is a girl he like has chemistry with and he really likes but like right now he's feeling more kerpa and you know they were like sensing that so I think they kind of convinced him like hey our Kaylin now would be a good time to talk to him because quite honestly Kaylin could have talked to him like the next day I don't think I've ever Okay, that's not true. Maybe not ever. But I can't think of that many examples when a girl interrupted a date. Like another girl who was not on the date interrupted the date. Um, I'm vaguely, like my memory is recalling me that this happened. Oh, God. Whose season was that? Um, Sean Lowe's season, maybe? Yeah, I think it was Sean Lowe. But it hasn't happened in years. So this was very weird. Um, and then he sent Kerpa home. And I genuinely think she was upset. And it's life. But anyway, Kerpa's gone. So that leaves. Now that leaves that we have four girls left. We have Tasha, who is sweet. She's 28. She's divorced. Um, and she seemingly knows what she wants. And seems pretty, you know, to have a good head on her shoulders. And also have a good sense of humor. So... Tasha is a win in my book. Um, I'd love to hear how far you guys think Tasha will go next. Then we have Kaylin. She's 23, a beauty pageant girl. Um, I don't really know if she has a job besides being Miss America runner up, but I'm sure that is a job. So, um, so yeah, that's Kaylin. And so that's her and he has her left. And then third, he has another 23-year-old who is a blogger and lives in Alabama. And then fourth, he has another 23-year-old who is on her way to being a speech pathologist, not there yet, and lives in California. So what does that tell us? Well, to me, that tells me a lot, which kind of I should have predicted, and I kind of predicted in the very beginning, is that Colton is ending up, here we are, going to hometown, and he has one woman who knows what she wants. She wants love. She wants respect. She wants marriage. She's hoping for it round two. Then you have three women who are really young, 23, all three of them. Um, None of them have really shared any sort of experience of, hey, I had a serious boyfriend, and that's why I'm not married yet. Or, hey, I just broke up with a serious boyfriend a year ago or two years ago, but I thought he was my soulmate. Like, none of them have that kind of story. The only one who had, like, a kind of deep boyfriend story was Hannah B. So, and Kerpa. So, he is actually, like, taken off his radar the women who are very seriously minded. And instead, the women he has left on his radar are women who are, just like young, young and like probably un- unknowing about what they want to do with their lives or where they want to live or how they want to live their lives. And so what does that tell me? That tells me that Colton is exactly like them. He has zero direction. So he is seeking women who equally have like I don't want to say zero direction, but who don't have, like, a strong direction. Like, we're not hearing Kaylin say, like, Colton, I really want to live in North Carolina and I want to stay here forever. Or Colton, like, I would move to Colorado. This seems like a cool life. Like, you just don't hear these serious conversations of, like, wow, for me to live where you are, I would have to uproot my life. Because at this point, these girls aren't probably serious enough to think, like, wow, this is a big deal to uproot my life. Um, I'm like trying to relate as I watch and all I can think of is when I was 23 was I 23? yeah I was 23 just turned 23 I was living in Virginia and I dated a guy who did live in Virginia and then he moved and he moved to Florida and I didn't really know if we, we were like gonna keep dating but he kept calling me, and we would FaceTime. And then, like, he'd take a week or two, and we wouldn't talk. So, you know, it was one of those. Like, now we would call that bread crumbing, But back then, I just called it, I think he really likes me. Or, I'm not sure he really likes me. Um. Well, anyway, after probably, like, a month of him not really doing anything seriously about pursuing me, I just was like, screw this guy. Like, he's not really pursuing me. He lives far away now. Um, So I'll talk to him when I have time to talk to him. And I just didn't take it that seriously because, you know, the idea of like upping my life and moving to Florida when I had my own agenda and career ahead of me, that just didn't really seem like a strong possibility. So... You know, I relate to these girls because they're probably thinking, if it goes so far, maybe I would move to Colorado. Maybe I would live with Colton. But it doesn't feel like it's, like, an immediate next step for them. And maybe that's why not they're not talking about it. You know, like, this is very, very different than, like, Ari's season or Rachel's season or, gosh, even, like, Caitlin's season or... So many seasons more recently where they were older and had established lives in various cities, both the contestants and the lead. And remember, the lead is the person, the main person. So in this case, Colton is the lead. I just think it's really interesting because these people don't have very established lives. And naturally, um, the women aren't like you know, presenting themselves like, oh, I'm nervous to move wherever you live. So anyway, I get it. And I relate, but I just think these women need to ask themselves, really, what do you want? And even when I was 23, I remember like talking to this guy, he lived in Florida and he brought up like buying a house. And what do you think of this house? Like okay, true story. Do y'all want to hear a crazy story? So here I am. I'm dating this guy, kind of, not really. And, you know, I got to a point where I was like, we're probably not talking. Like we never talk. So, um, I just thought it was kind of over. And then it was St. Patrick's day and he was like trying to get a hold of me. And I thought, well, whatever. Like I'm out doing my own thing. I have my own friends. Like you clearly aren't, Like my boyfriend. So I'm not going to like leave a bar to go talk to you. So I would like kind of ignore him. Like he might call or text me, like, can you talk now? And I'd be like, no, no, I can't talk right now. I'm out. So anyway, just a good reminder, girls, have your own life. Boys will always chase you if you are doing your thing. And by your thing, I mean, don't pretend to be busy, but just actually be busy. And if you're not busy, then make yourself busy. Like go volunteer, go get a job, go get a second job, go get a new friend group, uh, read a book, like join a a group, join a running group, join a fitness class, like do something, but create your own life. And so here I was out creating my own life at 23. I was in a nonprofit group running with homeless people I was volunteering at my church a lot, and I had a really thankless job. So, you know, I had to keep myself busy. Um, And I remember this guy, I was 23, and he was pursuing me from afar, and he one day gets on the phone with me, and he said, hey, well, what would you think if I flew you down here? And I was like, what are you talking about? And long story short, he was like, well, I'd really like to see you. So, um, how, what do you think about me buying you a flight to come visit me? And at this point, I'm just like, are you kidding me? Like what you want to buy me a flight? Like you want to pay for me to come see you? And I was like, oh my God, like this, this has to be it. Like, this is too good to be true slash, whenever you fall in love, it's supposed to feel like that, right? Like too good to be true. And I had been in love, I had been in love twice at this point. So I, I had high expectations for a man who was going to pursue my heart. As I can tell, Hannah B has high expectations for a man who's going to pursue her heart. And I think Tasha does. And I think Kerpa does. Um, and I love that about these women. And Anyway, just watching this show, it just brings me back to me being 23 and a man pursuing me with all his might, flying me down to Florida. He put me up in a hotel. He didn't even stay at the hotel with me. Like, I had my own hotel room, all, my king bed, all to myself. Um, and he took me out to dinner every night. And he took me to a symphony orchestra. So he really was trying to woo my heart, um because if you don't know, I love music um so <laughs> anyway, it's just you know what women like it's a good reminder you deserve to be pursued, and a man of character will see that, and he will pursue you, and I can think back on history and think, gosh, I've been pursued really hard by certain men, and then one day they stop pursuing. And why is that? And you know what? It's because the one day they realized you weren't the woman for them. And that's okay. But they knew that you were worth pursuing. And if you feel like a man is not pursuing you and you know you're worth pursuing, keep keeping the course and being who you are and becoming the woman you want to be. And I think that... um, I'm, a worthy man will see that, and he will want to pursue you, and you'll have your feminine energy out, and he will want to pursue that, so anyway, I can go off on a billion tangents, but I think with the four women we have left, uh it's kind of hard to say who the front runner is. you know I would love to hear your feedback uh again, listeners, if you are hearing this still, message me at merrily seventeen but I don't know at this point I think he has It's hard to say the front runners are. My gut would say the final two could be um Tasha and Cassie. That's my gut, but I could be totally wrong. And Cassie could go, and it could be like Tasha and um Kalen or Ta uh, it could just be Cassie and Kaylin. Um, I do not think it's gonna be Hannah G. I think she'll go next. She will leave the show next. And then it's gonna be one of the three. I really don't know. It really, really depends how these next dates go. So um, yeah, you know, I'm excited to continue to watch Colton find his love story. And with that, I'm so done wrapping up this week. Let's move on to fun bachelor gossip. Are you guys ready? Okay, here we go. Um, have you guys been watching the Glitter and Goose little YouTube video series? It's amazing. I'm not going to lie. They actually produced it really well. Um, they have a really good team who's like editing it and clipping the video with the music. And it's real, it's pretty well done. Anyway, but. Um, the content is not super deep, so don't expect too much, but, um, yeah, I mean, they did an episode where they toured their new apartment, and, um, they talked about their favorite body parts for each other, yeah, super fascinating, right, he likes her booty, she likes his legs, you know, that's really as deep as it got, um, they basically like spend time together. They eat healthy food. They walk their dogs, and they call each other babe. So, if you're curious, Google "Glittering Goose" um, on YouTube. And if you're not curious, then I'll give you some more updates. But um, yeah, I think it was funny. At one point, they they talked about how they like do everything together, and they're like, yeah, I mean, we both like work from home. I'm not really sure what Chris does, but you know, she's um an online like fitness instructor and teaches classes. And it just made me think, like, yeah, like what would that be like if so I'm engaged. So the idea of me working from home, so like not seeing anyone all day, staying in my apartment, I'd go be bored out of my mind. Uh I'd have to go to like coffee shops, but the idea of working from home and your fiancé also working from home. Like, I don't know. I would think you'd be like, I don't know, need a friend break or something, you know? So anyway, that's what they do. Um, another update, if you're not following, Daniel M. from Nick Viall Season, who lives in Nashville, um, has this cute little series on Jimmy Kimmel, and it's called The Matchler. So tune in, it's on Jimmy every Monday night, and they're just kind of documenting, like, her on these awful dates with random men throughout Nashville, um, yeah, and I just feel really sorry for her, you know, I'm watching, and I'm like, so these are the slim pickings in Nashville? So I think it's kind of funny, so I was watching, and at the time, I remember thinking, like, okay, all these guys are really just musicians, or just, like, kind of lazy guys who have like okay jobs and I was like is that that can't be like there have to be like normal guys and I still believe they're normal guys don't get me wrong but I just spent a weekend in Nashville and I can see it I could Danielle I should say I can see how you have slim penguins um but anyway we wish her well watch Daniel Emma, and on Jimmy Kimmel and Finally, it's time for me to answer those burning questions you had at the beginning of my podcast. Um, so I asked you guys which bachelor has a kinky side um, and majored in sex ed. Or, I'm sorry, minored in sex ed. Because majoring would be a pretty big deal. So do you guys want to know who that was? Do you think it was Ari Lyon Do we think it was Nick Vial, Ben Higgins, or Sean Lowe? Ready for the answer? You got to wait. Just one minute. I'll tell you just a minute. Okay. So, um, also, I kind of want to tell you guys this ridiculous story. Um, Raven told this hilarious story on a podcast. I forget now whose it was, but... Basically, she was recounting her Valentine's Day from last year, so 2018, when she was with Adam. It was their first Valentine's together. And Adam got a gift certificate to this really fancy restaurant, and they were super excited. And she said it was like, I don't know, probably they spent, she said they had a $300 gift card, and they bought more than that. So, my guess is this is just like the sort of place where a steak is like $60 and a side is like 15 So, it sounds like a really bougie place, but she said Adam is very bougie. And um, anyway, they go to this place for dinner and they're very excited and they eat a lot and they're drinking and she says she goes to the bathroom and... She said by the time she was leaving the bathroom, she realized how drunk she was that she needed help getting to her seat. Well, some nice person helped her to her seat. She sat down, and they hadn't even gotten the entrees yet. Like, at this point, they had oysters. They've had some appetizers and some drinks. And girl is just feeling the food and is like, oh, my God, Adam, I have to go. And he's like... What? Why? No, like, our food hasn't come. Like, I already ordered it. No, like, we have to wait. We haven't had our meal yet. She, like, forces him, like, no, 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 Adam. We have to go home. I have to go to the bathroom. I feel sick. So they leave the restaurant. She goes home, goes number two, basically over and over again, and then goes to bed. Adam her go to bed. She wakes up in the middle of the night, she has now vomited and gone number two in the bed. I mean, <laughs> I've never heard. Honestly, I've never heard such a disgusting story. Um, she said, like, she had to, like, carry her, She, like, ran to the bathroom and, like, had droplets, like, along the ground. I mean, I don't know if she was exaggerating or what, but literally that's, like, the most disgusting thing I've ever heard in my life. And apparently Adam was like a sweetheart about it. So I really hope the girl was exaggerating because that sounds disgusting. Um, but yeah, so if you think you had a bad Valentine's Day, rethink because I bet it was not as bad as hers. So anyway, had to share that with y'all. Um, and then um, I have one final thing to say about Jade and Tanner. So as we all know, um Ashley Kennedy and Jared Haybon are getting married this August, which is super exciting. Um, I'm also getting married in August, so it's Bachelor Family Month, um, but funny enough, so months and months ago, you know, it was talked on at least, I want to say it was the Almost Famous podcast, which is Ashley and um, Ben's podcast. They talked on their podcast about Ashley's wedding and Ben joked and was like, Ashley, you always told me you wanted me to officiate your wedding. And she's like, oh my God, Ben, you're right. I do. I've always wanted you to officiate my wedding, except I never thought I'd marry Jared. And if Jared and I are getting married, the only reason why we're getting married is because of Tanner. So like Tanner has to officiate our wedding. Um, and Ben was like, oh, okay, okay, yeah, sure. But she's like, no, 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 seriously, Ben, like you would 100% be our next choice. But given that I'm marrying this person and Tanner means so much to both of us, Tanner has to marry us. So, okay, Tanner's marrying them. And like any good couple, you always think about the other person. So they thought, okay, Tanner, you have Jade. Jade's a really close friend of ours. Hey, Guys, by the way, we're going to get married. This is like a year out, mind you. They're like, we're going to get married in August next year. Like, we don't know the date, but we're definitely looking at venues for August. So can you please, like, try not to get pregnant where you're due in August? Like, try to get pregnant. If you get pregnant, like, before and you have the baby in, like, July, like, that's fine. If you have the baby in, like, September or October, like, that's fine. But please, like, do not get pregnant when I'm getting married, which I'm sorry, I think that's totally fair. So listeners, if you're listening to this and you ever told people in your wedding to, to or to not get pregnant around your wedding, please write in and tell me your story. Or if you ever had someone get pregnant who was in your wedding and they would do right when you were getting married, tell me that because, oh my gosh, I'd love to hear how you, um, navigated that. But, um, I mean, I get it. Like I would have said the same thing, you know, anyway, that's neither here nor there. So nothing about my personal life. So anyway, so here we are, Ashley and Jared have asked them so eloquently, can you guys please like not get not have a baby at this one month. So like try to get pregnant earlier or try to get pregnant later, but like lay off the one month where you would produce an April bait or April, August baby. Well, what do Jade and Tanner do? They literally just announced that they're pregnant with their second child. So, they're having a second baby, and the baby's due in August of all times. Like, literally days before their wedding. I don't know. Honestly, I just think it's rude. And the idea that, like, oh, Ashley and Jared are so happy for them. Well, of course they're happy for them. Of course they're happy that, like, they have another child they're bringing to the world. And we all know that... um, Jade really wanted a second baby. Like, she made it act seem as if, like, life, it was life or death if she didn't get pregnant right away. Um, which I just don't understand. Like, you have a child. You'll get pregnant. Like, it's okay. Um, and her first kid's not even two years old. So, it's not like her kid's, like, old or something. But, anyway, she's having her second child. And um, so, she can't go to the wedding. So, the news is this. That... Tanner has told them that he will go to their wedding, but, um, Jade most likely will not attend. And right now, Ashley is in the dilemma of either asking someone else to do it completely because there is a small chance that if, um, Jade goes into labor early, um, and Tanner, you know, has to be with her, then Tanner won't do the wedding. So I just think that's really sucky that like they're in that dilemma, um, here, like, these are the people they spend so much time with and they, like, go on vacations with. And it really just kind makes me wonder, like, are Jade and Tanner just kind of fabricating the relationship or is it 100% genuine? And I would like to believe it's 100% genuine because, after all, like, they do spend a lot of time together. But I also am starting to wonder if, like, I don't know, maybe it's not a hundred percent genuine because if it was a hundred percent genuine, you would think that both the husband and the wife would consciously, you know, not try to have a child at that certain time. And anyone who's ever gone through baby making, like, there's ways to avoid having a kid for a particular month. I've had plenty of friends do it. You know, they want to get pregnant at a certain time, they don't want to get pregnant at other times. It's called um, The Natural Method. It is called um, Using Protection. So I, anyway, I'm just a little annoyed for her, um, probably because I'm in a similar stage of life. So anyway, Jade and Tanner um, will likely not be at Ashley and Jared's wedding. So that's the third bit of news. Back to the first bit of news, which bachelor, former bachelor, I should say, um, got a minor in sex ed are you ready for it do you think it was Ari Nick Ben or Sean Lowe you ready for the answer Ben Higgins what yeah I was super surprised Ben Higgins has a minor in sex ed I mean basically he said I heard him he has like a second podcast by the way guys Ben is on um this podcast called Lady Bossed podcast and he just started it pretty recently I think they've only had, like, a small handful of episodes. But um, I've listened to it. It's actually a pretty good podcast. You see, like, a deeper side to Ben. Um, What you knew always was there. You just didn't know. Uh, So, anyway, he admitted on that podcast. He's like, yeah, actually, I actually got a minor in sex ed. And, like, honestly, it, like, rolled off his tongue. Like, it was almost like an antidote for him saying something else. Which, to me, was so... Great because I think he used to be so calculated because he didn't know himself, and now he's just like yeah, oh that's a part of my story. Oh that's a part of my story, which is so refreshing. So, anyway, I think it's been said by Ben that he is dating someone. Um, he has not announced who it is. He says she's not from the Bachelor world. Um, but I'm so excited to see and find out who he is dating. So. Girls and guys, keep your eyes peeled. Let me know if you see anything. If you do, please write to me at merrily17 on Instagram. Um, And I'm going to create an uh, an email account soon because we all need to stay connected. But that is about it. And I'll leave you with this. Do we all know who Chris Harrison is dating? What's her name? Did you guys remember? Oh, I knew. I (laughs) I knew. Trust me. I was testing your knowledge. Chris Harrison has a girlfriend. That's right. Woo-hoo. Um, I'm so excited for him. Um, I mean, of course, I would have loved the happy ending fairy tale of him being married to his wife still. But we don't all get fairy tales. So he has been divorced for several years and uh, publicly wasn't, hasn't been dating anyone. Um, we knew he was dating someone or has dated people, but we don't know like publicly he was dating them for very long, but he's made it public. He is dating Lauren Zima, who is a host for, um, E and I'm sorry, not E. Is it like CW or E? I can't remember, but she's a host. She's adorable. She loves bachelor world. She's pretty young. She's early 30s. um, But she's super witty, and she loves The Bachelor, and she's, you know, great. So I am so excited for him. Let's all clap. Yay! Chris Harrison found love. Honestly, guys, if I could walk away from the season and that's all that we get out of it is that Chris Harrison's in love, then it's a win. Because let me tell you, that man has... Been through it all. And Colton has years ahead of him. So if if this doesn't work out, that's a big if, which I'll give my two cents. I don't think it's going to work out. Whoever he proposes to, they're going to be broken up within nine months. But that's just my opinion. Um, if nothing else good comes out of the season but Chris Harrison finding lasting love, then, my my friends, we've done our job. We've been great Bachelor Nation uh, followers, and now Chris Harrison found the love of his life. So with that, I will leave you. I hope you have a great night. I am going to go maybe to the gym, maybe to pack because I'm going out of town again tomorrow morning. So, uh, yeah, back to my crazy life. And I cannot wait to talk to you guys soon. would love to hear your feedback. Um, Hit me up. Let me know your thoughts. And I'll talk to you soon. Good night.